You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. I am your host, Kiki, and I am here with our co-host, Pia. Hello. And we are welcoming you to another um, minisode to talk about the latest releases in the metal world of 2020, this very weird, weird year that we are all going through. <laughs> um, yeah, do we want to do a short um, how we're going, how we're doing update? <laughs> Because, well, the rest of the world is still uh, isolating, quarantining. Mm, Here in Germany, true. it's not as bad anymore. No, in Germany, it's not back to normal. But um, the only thing that is forbidden are huge events. So... As we already said, no festivals over here or anything else in, in with more than, I don't know. Uh, it's, it differs from every country here in Germany, how many people are allowed at an event, but big events are not allowed and we have to wear masks when we enter shops and stuff like that. But everything else is probably back to normal. I'd yeah, say. the regulations do differ from state to state but in general um i just heard in the news that weddings up to i don't even know how many over 100 people i think are allowed again mm -hmm. and we well we also use an app to track infections so yes but it's um, not you don't have to have the app so. yeah it's not obligatory so, hmm. um, last weekend, and today is July 23rd, last weekend, I went to visit my brother in the south of Germany, and that was kind of scary, because over there, people don't have this, like, conscience of giving you space and distance. So, apart from the, you know, barkeepers and servers in restaurants and bars wearing masks... Um, people wear, did wear masks, kind of, but not very um, disciplined or very strictly. Mm -hmm. uh, and on the street, like here in Dortmund, when I walk, walk on the street, people do like, you know, try to make space when we have to cross each other on the sidewalk. But that over there in the south, that, that wasn't the case at all. So it kind of scared me a little bit. And at night, there were, like, at bars, for example, there's no, like, um, you know, distancing between the, between the tables and stuff like that. At least not that, not like here. And uh, there was a small street where two bars were right opposing to each other on both sides of, sides of the street, and people in between where like there was no dancing but people were very close to each other mm. so that was pretty scary here in lower saxony um it is pretty much okay so people give each other a lot of space um most of the people wear masks when they are in a shop or something and we also disinfect a lot so 
the um, sports centers opened a few weeks ago and now we can also do team sports again um, and but we need hygiene hygiene concepts is it the right mm -hmm. word um, for everything um, they are very strict and if you don't have this concept you're not allowed to open again and if you don't stuck to your concept then um, you'll have to pay a lot of money so people really take this serious maybe because of the money they would have to pay in the end it doesn't matter because um, yeah it, it seems to work at least where I live but I live a bit of the countryside so we have a lot of space anyway <laughs> that's good I haven't gone back to the gym yet uh, but I think I will maybe in the upcoming weeks. So I will keep you posted how all those experiences go. <laughs> But we are here to talk about the releases of the past few weeks, months. 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 So um, go ahead, Pia. What do you have for us today? <laughs> First of all, I have to say that 2020, when you look at it from the music perspective, from my music per uh, perspective... It is so good. It is, wow. After two years of nothing, there is finally a good music year again. Yeah, we didn't really have uh, that high expectations, but it has turned out pretty well. Yeah, of course. I already talked about the August Burns Red album in our last mini-sode. Um, but from, uh, since then, there were a lot of other albums that are really cool. And I... Um, I found out about another album that I want to listen to now. I can recommend it in the end of this podcast. But today I want to talk about the number zero in a dream in a nightmare, Currents, mm -hmm. The Way It Ends, The Ghost Inside with their self-titled album, and Long Distance Calling, How Do We Want to Live? What are your albums, Kiki? Um... I don't have so much to say, but I did listen to Trivium's What the Dead Men Say, uh, Buried Tomorrow's Cannibal. It just came out last week or two weeks ago, I think. Um, in this moment's mother. And um, I do want to say, <laughs> maybe for before we start uh, talking about things for real. On the last minisode, I said I was looking forward to listen to Dark Sarah's Grimm. Now it's finally come out. Um, I'm not sure how the crowdfunding went. I think it's still live. You can still support it, but I haven't listened to it yet. It just came out last Friday, I think. Um, so I will give you that update on the next minisode. Yeah, cool. So, shall we start? Yes. So I'm going to start with the number zero in a dream in a nightmare. The album came out on May 1st. Um, I wasn't sure if you can really call it an album because it only has five songs. That's not much. But as far as I know, the album is self-production. It's made by self-production. So that's mm -hmm. pretty much okay when you have this in mind. Um, it is, again, a very electronic metal album. Um, the opener, Unwinder, reminds me a lot of the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh. When you think about ESC, <laughs> you could definitely put this on stage because it has 
all these elements that you meet for a really, really cool ESC show with group shouts and all the stuff that could be um, visualized very good. And so this opener, it is on every party playlist for 2020 that I create. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it just pulls you in the album so that you are in the, in the right mood to listen to the other songs. Um, they have a very poppy and very cheesy song that's called Comets, but I think it's really cool <laughs> and it's also really cute. Um, also because of the singer Inger plays with her voice in the beginning, so you hear a sound and you have to find out that it's actually her singing Comets all the time. <laughs> and when you wow. think about Comets or when many stars come down, then you have this effect. So when you listen to it, you can see it in your mind how these comets come down. Um, right. And the song Raise the Light reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy X because of the lyrics. And those of you who, have, who haven't played Final Fantasy X, um, it is about a guy who comes to a totally different world. So it's still his world but he did a um, he flew in time so he comes there I don't know how many years later and in the end it turns out that he is a dream that he's not really there and when the the thing they fight in the end when it wakes up then he vanishes and oh no and that's in some what the song is about so um, I have to ask the singer if she also had Final Fantasy X in mind when she wrote the lyrics That would be very interesting. Yes. And I'm also looking forward to the video for the song Manic Pixie Nightmare Girl. They posted a lot of stuff on Instagram when they did the video shoot for it and it looks really, really cool. So looking forward to that. I'm a bit disappointed because on the album is less guitar than on the EP plus zero. And the guitar player Tara is really, really skilled, so I was hoping to hear more of the guitar. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that unfortunately wasn't the case, so maybe on the next output. And I also saw them play the album live when they did a so-called Corona stream. So they they played a concert where they played all of their songs from, from the first EP and from this album, and they streamed it live on YouTube and I was sitting on the sofa with my cat and watched it and it was so beautiful. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that's the first album that I wanted to tell you about. Perfect. You also mentioned playlists in the beginning of your talking about the album. Will we have a playlist for this episode? Of course we will. <laughs> So for you out there, you can follow us on Spotify so that you can get all of the playlists that we make for our episodes. We will, of course, uh, link it in the show notes and uh, or embed it in the show notes so that you can listen to it after listening to this episode. And those show notes you can find, of course, at metal-end-highheels.com slash podcast. Just how you find all of the show notes for all of the episodes of our podcast. And uh, talking about Spotify, you can listen to the podcast there and uh, subscribe to it there as well. And um, the second album 
uh, that we're going to talk about is what I was looking for a lot, looking forward to a lot this year, uh, Trivium's, Trivium's What the Dead Men Say. It came out in April, by the end of April, and I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> you hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it, not at all. Uh, the opposite. It's <laughs> 10 songs long, and um, it's actually quite good, but it's not better than the last one. Um, the Sin and the Sentence came out in 2010, and it was quite different of to the rest of uh, Trivium. And by then, I didn't know Trivium at all. So I just liked the Sin and the Sentence so much and started listening to Trivium and listened to their, their whole discography. And of course, I liked the all-time hits and etc. And um, I go back to those a lot. But The Sin and the Sentence is an album that I can listen to from beginning to the end. And I will know most of the lyrics because every single song is so great. Well, maybe, maybe 10 out of 11 or 9 out of 11. From What the Dead, what the dead Men Say, it was not so much of... It's not as innovative as The Sin and the Sentence. And so uh, most of the songs actually sound like The Sin and the Sentence. And they are very alike at points. So I have two favorites out of 10 that I do go back to again and again. Um, if you count uh, the two other singles, maybe four out of 10 that I listen to regularly. So... Um, Maybe my expectations were too high. Uh, I wasn't disappointed, but uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to some of the songs and it reminded me a bit of bands like Serenity, but also Devin Townsend Project. Oh, wow. Yeah, because okay. it, it has... I come from the death metal metalcore perspective and mm -hmm. from that point of view, it It is a lot of power metal in it, mm -hmm. but it to me also seemed very complex, like Devin Thompson project music. Yeah, that I agree with that, and that's something that they had already introduced in the Zen and the Sentence. So, um, as I said, it's not like super surprising. Um, the songs that I do love and recommend are uh, "Sickness Unto You." And Bleed Into Me. Um, the singles, of course, What the Dead Men Say and Catastrophist are also very catchy. And I can listen to them and, and, and like them. Um, yes, they also just released on July 17th um, the acoustic version of Bleed Into Me. And that is beautiful. Um, yeah. But it's not like I say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> As it was with uh, the album before that. But, I mean, um, Trivium stay in my uh, favorite bands and I still love them. Um, on the last episode of the podcast, for all of you out there who still have some catching up to do, <laughs> um, we talked to a Twitch streamer 
and metal drummer Sunfire, and she told us about Trivium's live stream big event that was apparently an amazing, amazing concert. Uh, I hope that it's released as a DVD or something like that still, um, because I regret not having watched it live. Uh, and yes, that's something that I always say about Trivium. They really know how to stay relevant uh, through the digital space. So that would be really cool. Um, and yeah, from what I hear, what the dead men say, live is just as amazing as the rest of Trivium Live. They are a very cool live band. Mm -hmm. And yeah, over to your next album, Pia. <laughs> okay. My next album is from the band Currents, and it's called The Way It Ends. It came out on June 5th. And you could think about it now and say, The Way It Ends, hmm, is it the last album of the band? No, it's not. At least that's what the band says in an interview with Fuse magazine, that it won't be the final album that they, um, that they released. I already saw them playing Poverty of Self live, which is one of the most brutal songs on the albums, together with Second Skin. Um, and, but what I like a lot about the album is that right in the beginning, the first song refers to the previous album. So the album before that was called The Place I Feel Safest. And the opener of the new album, The Way It Ends, is called Never There. And When you listen to the song, in the lyrics they say the place where I feel safest was never there. So they um, they got back, they refer to this album lyric-wise and music-wise it is the, um, the next step for them, of course. Um, the first single, A Flag to Wave, is a killer song. Also, Monsters is a really cool song. So um, when you listen to the lyrics, Many of the songs sound like broken love stories, and Masters oh. is perfect for this. <laughs> so there is also a, a very funny reaction video from the August Burns Red singer who listens to Monsters and says what he th thinks about the song. And um, wow. the two were together on tour, so Corinth and August Burns Red. And so, <laughs> at the end of the video, he calls the singer of Currents and talks to him about this song. So that's a really cool video. Nice. My favorite song at the moment is "Kill the Ache." Um, it's a song that starts with that starts very calm with clean vocals. So that would be also really cool for reaction videos from people who don't know the band at all. It's a bit like this effect that Ginger had with the um, Piskies song. Pisces, uh-huh. Pisces, yeah. Um, yeah, but not, that was a killer. Pisces was a killer, but um, Kill the Ache has the same effect um, in a way. Then they have a very beautiful ballad with Let Me Leave. And in the song Origin, they put some electronic stuff and it sounds more modern. So all of the songs will be really great on stage and I can't wait to see them live with a new album. Cool. Where are they from again? From the US. Nice. My next album is Buried Tomorrow's Cannibal that just came out on July 3rd. 
And I must say, I wasn't a big fan of the of the band before. N not that I didn't like it, just that I really hadn't listened to it much. But this album is has made me actually listen to the rest of the band's history <laughs> because it's so good. Uh, just the opener, first single, and also like best song in the album, I think, Choke, is really catchy, has a lot of power and, and, and energy. And that's what I, what I always like, I mean, about, about music and about metal. Of course, it can be gloomy and dark and <laughs> atmospheric, but it can really, um, I love it also when it pumps me up and hypes me up and Choke definitely does it. Um, the rest of the album is also really cool. Um, I am still in the process of listening to it more. So until now, I find it a little bit monotone, though. So it's like not very big changes, but that might change. And maybe I will come back to you all and tell you more of my favorites of this album in the future. But for now, it just came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm still listening to it. And I like it. Yeah. Yes. But it's normally not your type of music, right? Exactly. Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when you came up with the album. <laughs> I have been widening my horizons. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Trivium. <laughs> First, yes, thanks to Trivium. And also because, well, you know, home office time um mm. free time to listen to discover music and um yeah also not much uh of what you would call my type of music coming out <laughs> <laughs> and i have been saying since the beginning of the year that i need new music to listen to so this actually fit perfectly for that yeah cool <laughs> my next album is the self-titled album by the ghost inside which also came out on june the 5th And for this album, it's important to know that on November 15th, 2015, the band had an accident on tour. So two people yeah. died on this accident, no band member, but they got heavily injured. So the drummer lost one leg, for example, and the band oh, no. really needed time to recover. So before you listen to the album, I recommend watching the video for the song Aftermath. Um, in this video, they also show footage of the reportings about the accident, and you also see the band recovering, and also um, fans who support them. So for example, getting a tattoo or painting the, the band logo or something. And the album wow. cover shows the band logo, but made of all made of a lot of pictures that fans sent to them, for example, with a new tattoo or whatever. Wow. Yeah. And the whole album it has so positive vibes, and I think it just didn't matter to them whether they can put it on stage. They just ignored the whole corona thing because some bands just um, put the release on a on a later date, but they. I think they wanted to release this album so much that they just did it. And mm -hmm. it was a really good idea, I think, because now people have the opportunity to really get into the album and they will be thrilled to see them on stage and everything. And also when you 
just read the song titles, then you see that the album deals with this accident and all the time after. So the song titles, for example, are Still Alive, Phoenix Rise, Begin Again. So I think that says it all. And I'm a bit sad for the band that they can't take it on the road right now, but the tour will be so powerful when it can happen. And I'm really looking forward to see them because normally I would have seen them at the Woodful Force Festival this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Music-wise, in some of the typical hardcore album with tons of cool riffs and, as I already said, really, really a lot of energy. Yes, very nice. Yeah, we were talking about all of this. Um, I think we talked about that at some point. All of this uh, pushing release dates mm. because of the pandemic or not. I just think both things are valid. You know, some bands have pushed their release dates because of um, financial reason reasons or because of um, because due to their restrictions, they couldn't finish the production or whatever. Yeah. Um, also because of the promotion aspect and the touring aspect as well, like a strategic decision more. And there have been bands that have said, just fuck it. We just wanted to put it out there and it's out there now. And yeah. Um, it's also People a chance are. for those. So if there are less albums, as you already said, you are looking for new music, other people exactly. might do that too. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, people who are at home <laughs> or stuck at home or decide to stay at home, um, yeah, we also need music in our lives. And so that is both are valid and both are hopefully good for the bands. Um, so yes, another album that I wanted to mention, because I honestly don't remember if I mentioned it on our last mini-sode, I, it's not on the show notes for sure, but, um, so I will just quickly mention in this moment, Mother came out in March, on March, March 27th, and it's just an amazing album. I love the in-between and as above, so below, um, which speaks to my witchy side. <laughs> so I really, uh, really like it. It has a few covers as well, like We Will Rock You with Lizzie Hale and T- Taylor Momsen. So that's a very cool cover as well. And there was another one. Um, I don't see it. Anyway, really cool album. If you haven't yet, go give it a listen. Mother by In This Moment. And um, yeah, that's my recommendation as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. My last, or well, the last album that I listened to for this podcast episode is from Long Distance Calling. that came out on June 26th and it's called How Do You Want to Live? Long Distance Calling is a mostly instrumental band. Um, normally they have at least one song with vocals on an album. They already had an, they also had an album with more, uh, where they had mostly um, worked with a singer. But on this album, they only have one song with a singer, but it's still a political band with political statements. Um, which you can see because they work a lot with samples from movies 
so for example, they took um, they took a quote from the day the Earth stood still, and oh. the conclusion of this statement is this is not your planet. So um, they also um, criticize society and the as you can see on the title it criticizes society and it's perfect for the times that we live in now because mm -hmm. this is the question that we have to answer right now how do we want to live in the future what have we learned from what happened yeah yeah um the album itself is again very cineastic but a bit less than the albums before so there are Many songs that are shorter, normally the songs are a bit longer because they can develop in the music. Um, and this time they also worked with the cello, which is really cool. Nice. Um, they played with the cello player, Luca Gilles. And there is one song that is also my favorite song that is called Fail Opportunity. And there the cello is on the focus. Um, on the other songs, it's mostly the guitar who has the lead in the songs. And I also really like the idea of thinking about a fail, that it can also be an opportunity. The other song that I can really recommend is Voices, um, because they also work with voices here, but the song has no lyrics, so that's also really cool. So big recommendation, Long Distance Calling. Um, when Steffi is back, I have to ask her what she thinks about the album, because she also likes the band a lot. Nice. Yeah. That's it from my side. I have another band that I want to recommend. That's the band Sharp Tooth with the album Transitional Forms. It came out on July 10th, but I only read about the band yesterday, so I didn't listen much and can't say so much about the album. But it's a hardcore punk band and they are political and feministic. Nice. <laughs> The, the, they have a front shouter, Lauren Kashan, and they also released a video for Say Nothing in the Absence of Content. And the lyrics in this song are about that there is no content in the song, so that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes, I have a single to recommend that is Viral by Amaranth also very very relevant to these times <laughs> and also very uh it has this double meaning of the world viral you know mm -hmm. that comes from virus uh like pandemic but also you know like shit can go viral on the internet and um yeah it's a really fun song as you are used to from or i am used to from amaranth very catchy very cool, powerful, yeah. Um, I really like that one. And I honestly don't know if Amaranth is now just releasing singles like that. There was also the one with um, Angela Gosov, and which I don't remember now what the name is, but it was also a very good one. I already talked about this. Yeah, we talked about the, the video, the music mm -hmm. video for that one. Um, anyway, I don't know if they're just changing their releases with the times and are just releasing uh, single songs or if they are actually part of an upcoming album. I have no idea. Mm, um, 
Now that I remember, I do remember that they went into the studio just when quarantine started and were stuck in Denmark for a while, if mm. I don't remember incorrectly. So maybe we have a, a an Amaranth uh, um, album coming up. Um, yeah. Anyway, talking about single releases, um, the Draconian single is out. And it is beautiful. Let me check the number. The number. The name. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a video? I haven't seen a video yet. Uh, but I also haven't hung out on YouTube a lot lately. So um, this song just came up on my release radar on Spotify. And the name is Sorrow of Sophia. And it's very dark and gloomy and draconian and it has the very sweet and beautiful voice of Heike right middle and center of it it's beautiful all over it's quite a long song it's seven and a half minutes long but it's beautiful it's really worth a listen Yeah, I'm very I look look forward to the whole album coming out in the fall this year. You are hyped. I am. <laughs> I'm also hyped with Hyper Hyper by Eskimo Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do this. Mm -hmm. um, and I just found out that they will release an EP in November, I think by the end of November. The EP is called MMXF or 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's a bit, I, I think the band started 2010, so maybe it's also a bit thinking about the band's history because now they changed one of their singers, so Sushi is not part of the band anymore. And with Hyper Hyper, they introduced the new singer. And on this album, They at least cover Prism on the EP and I think Drama Queen. So I know this two songs before. Monsieur Moustache could also be an old song. I don't, I'm not really sure about that. Um, yeah, but they, they might um, rethink some of their songs or just cover themselves. And there will be a song called MC Thunder 2. So those of you who know Eskimo Cowboy, MC Thunder was killer. <laughs> <laughs> And the, um, there is a second title of this song, so it's called MC Thunder 2, Dancing Like a Ninja. So Damn. let's see what happens. I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, it can only be great. Yeah. Um, Epica has done that before, like released songs that are connected to each other and that are something, something part two. So... Uh, Yeah, I don't know uh, what the content-wise and lyric-wise what MC Thunder was about, but... Um, It was about a guy who um, who was partying and he lost everything, so he lost all his money, he lost his phone, so he isn't even able to call his mother to pick him up. <laughs> oh, no! And then he found the car outside and he just steals this car. And in the video, you see that there is someone trapped in the car in the end. Oh, shit. Yeah. And MC Sander sees him and he closes the car and just sits there smoking. Or I don't know, he just sits there and is watching the landscape. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Okay, so maybe it's another legendary night for this person, or <laughs> yeah, we will find out what happened to the person um, stuck in the car. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and so last episode, when we talked about Xandria and all their band history, um, as we do when we have our band specials on the podcast, um, to get all of your band specials, you know what to do. Metal-n-highheels.com slash podcast. Uh, you can use the search to look for the band specials. We have covered Epica and Nightwish, Leaves Eyes, The Birthday Massacre. Um, Did we talk about Delane? Stream of Passion, so. Delane. Yes, within Temptation as well. And now we did talk about Xandria last uh, episode. So um, you had to leave before we were done uh, discussing everything. And we wanted to uh, catch up on one part of the conversation that was very important to us. Mm -hmm. I said that Voyage of the Fallen is the perfect Xandria song and you disagreed because for you the... The perfect Xandria song is Theater of Dimensions. What? No. No? Did I? No, I love Voyage of the Fallen. I said that Theater of Dimensions is the best album yeah. of their history. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean that the other albums don't have amazing songs. I didn't say that. You just disagreed that Voyage of the Fallen is the best Xandria song in the world. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, yeah, memory. Um, uh, no, Voyage of the Fallen is amazing. It has so much, uh, you know, live appeal, like um, the sing-along sing -along character uh, quality. And um, it's, yeah, it's catchy it's powerful it has amazing vocals mm -hmm. what can i say why do you like it so much yeah mostly because of the drive of the song and mm -hmm. um, for me it's really balanced so you have a lot of metal in there you have a lot of orchestra and you have diana with her amazing voice and she uses a lot of her range in this song mm -hmm. and that's also um After you said that I listened to Theater of Dimensions with more focus. And Did you? Yeah. <gasps> and that's also the thing for me. Um, Theater of Dimensions has too much orchestra for me. So there is oh. no balance of metal and orchestra anymore. It is just too much orchestra. And um, I also had this with Nightwish. So Once is my favorite Nightwish album. The other, that what came after, was too much orchestra for me and also Leaves Eyes. I loved Njord a lot and it was so much better than Symphonies of the Night because on Symphonies of the Night they just, over, they just overdo <laughs> the orchestra. Mm -hmm. um, both and also the Theater of Dimensions album were turning points for me when there was not enough metal anymore or the focus was not on the metal instruments and that's why I don't like Theater of Dimensions so much. And that's mm -hmm. why I stuck with Voyage of the Fallen as the perfect Xandria song for me. All right. I also so, want to note that from their 
very beginnings, from the very beginnings of Alexandria, they had these, I said that on the last episode, they had this like oriental melodies as well, mm-hmm. which is why India as an album and as a concept uh, made sense. Not that, it's, not that it was a concept album, but, you know, it made sense. And after that, uh, and starting with India, there were also very like marine, marine, not marine, but maritime uh, navy. I don't know, ships. <laughs> <laughs> there were ships. Okay. There were ships in their songs. <laughs> and you know, like this, this we're in a ship and we're going somewhere and whatever. That mm. that kind of theme uh, came uh, again and again like it is with Voyage of the Fallen. And it also is that way with Ship of Doom on Theater of Dimensions. That's almost even piratey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we see that that kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know, topic theme um, came up from the beginning until the end of Xandria. And we hope that it's not, or I at least hope, that it's not the end of Xandria and that they do come back at some point. Let the journey continue. The ship journey continues. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back on the ship. Yes, please. <laughs> Get back on that ship and keep sailing. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. And I think that was it for this m- not so mini mini-sode. But when are our mini-sodes mini? Anyway. <laughs> we hope you enjoy our... Uh, chatty chats. Then I think we're done with this episode. So all of you out there, please subscribe to the Mesh Night High Heels podcast on iTunes or your preferred podcatcher. And you can find the show notes at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. Um, you can also follow us everywhere else. We're almost everywhere, I think. And big thanks to Cassandra Nobel for our awesome jingle that's based on the song Storm from Undying Fire by her band Mercy Eye. Yes, uh, talking about social media, we are um, most active on Facebook and Instagram, um, also on Twitter, though. I have, and we always call for you out there to contact us. Um, A few bands have contacted us. The best way to do that, though, if you are a band and want to be interviewed or featured in any way, email is the best way to reach us with that. Um, I have seen a few Instagram messages that are just a link to a band. And I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like someone who just writes you and says hi. (laughs) Yeah, but not even that, you know. If you you just send me the link to your band and don't even say hi. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm not going to check it out. Mm So, yeah, if you're nice and say hi and tell us how you came um, to know about the podcast or the magazine and then send us a link or two, um, we will gladly get back to you and at least give you a shout out on Facebook or Instagram or here on the podcast as well. So, um, yeah, as always, do reach out to us, but please be nice. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening and for uh, sticking with us for so long. Yes. We will be back. And bye-bye. Bye.